Well, family, here we are. It begins the 2021 season official premiere of the Jeff is Moody show with DJ Naturel. Um, before we jump into it, I had to thank you guys, uh, as I have been doing throughout my whole uh, time here at Beat Break 87. Wanted to thank you for the support. You know, the support has been phenomenal. But one thing that I really wanted to say to you guys before we kick all this off. The support that you guys showed while I was on hiatus was very telling to me. Um, just to just to go back and forth with some of you that are like I don't care if it's a replay or not and to hear so many people reinforce my belief that strong timeless content can win all if you don't focus solely on everything celebrities are doing if you don't focus solely on just daily news like if you talk about topics relationships things that are funny you know how you feel about music or or whatever i've always believed that you can you can play a replay from four five six ten years ago and if that topic's strong it's strong so you guys did not waver uh during the hiatus and there's not enough thanks in the world for that all right so thank you thank you all now I'm not going to ring the bell on this (laughs) pre-bump because there's a lot of bell ringing that's getting ready to go on this premiere and you know what we're getting ready to do fam we really this boat ain't broke ain't going to be too much fixing I'm going to pick up right where I left off just doing a solid show look for next week to be a little more off the hook than this week (laughs) we got some stuff for y'all Salute to Sean Garvey, CEO, creator, owner of Beat Break 87 FM. Uh, All his hard work. Happy birthday, Sean Garvey. January 30th, my my Aquarian little brother, my little Aquarius brother. Happy birthday, brother. Appreciate all your hard work, man. So, fam, here we go. Let's get it in. Y'all ready? Let's let's get back to where we left from. And now you know there's a new bounce. Oh, I don't go a year without giving you a new intro, and y'all know that. So family, sit back, relax, enjoy. Get ready for the Jeff is Moody show. Um, and enjoy this 2021 bounce. I like. I like. I think you'll like too. All right, family. Here we go. Thank you all for flying. Jeff is Moody Airlines. Jim Airlines. Number one flight through the podcast guy. And I'm happy to be back. Officially. Young Sean. Let's get into it. Here's that new bounce. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. 
Welcome to the 2021 season of the Jeff is Moody Show. Welcome back, y'all. As is the norm, I have come to deliver to you the number one flight in the internet, radio, and podcast skies. We will laugh together. We will cry together. We will keep it real. We will keep it raw. The topics will range, but ain't nothing strange to y'all. Y'all know what we do. No one's Honesty. Love. Love. Truth. Truth. Music. And most importantly, a bounce. A bounce that resonates through the community and lets you know that talk radio is real. Podcasts are real. And who better to do it than me? This is the 2021 season of the Jefferson Moody Show. Yes. We're about to get started. Yes. But y'all know what I do. Yes. Before we get started, hey, yo, Jack, let's bounce. I know it's a talk show, but listen, I need you to bounce. See, what we do, it don't work without a bounce. Welcome to the 2021 season. Enjoy. Sean, man, did you hear that bounce? Yeah, Sean, I see you over there smiling, kid. What up, family? How y'all doing? Everybody all right? That 2021 bounce, man. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. I'm the king of the bounce. Because I give one, I give you guys a bounce every year since 2007. Some years you get two bounces in one year. Who does that? Oh my God, Sean is the premiere of the 2021 season. I want to ring the bell for the bounce and I can't ring the bell yet. Oh man. Yo, Jahad, what up, man? Jay Barry, what up, man? He he he's he's always giving me the craziest bounces. Big up the incel, big up the big fee. Those guys have done bounces over the years. Jahad's Jahad does like eighty five percent of the bounces since uh, two thousand and seven. Big up to all my brothers and and all, all the producers that work with me. My gosh, I can't ring the bell. Yo, Sean, hold my hand back. I want to ring the bell for the bounce. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Nah, nah, nah. Yo, Sean, hold on. We gonna, they gonna get what they used to. It's the 2021 premiere, man. It's, calm down. We okay? Y'all all right there, family? Y'all okay? Everybody all right? All right, we gonna get to the spill. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 2021 season of the Jeff's Moody Show. Uh, you know, on Podcast FM. We going global, baby. Go to BeatBreakRadioFM.com and download your Podcast FM app. <laughs> whether you got an iOS phone or whether you got an Android Everybody can download the app. Go to BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Download the Podcast FM app. We're going global. Young Sean, I want to ring this bell. I ain't going to ring the bell. I ain't going to ring it. All right. Everybody good? Young Sean, you good? Everything good over there? You all right? Everything good? Parents good? Everything good? School good? Everything going well? All right, you ready to rock out? You ready to do what we do? I'm ready. Y'all ready out there? Y'all ready for the 2021 season of the Jeff is Moody show? Huh? With DJ Natural, Jeff is Moody Airlines, Jim Airlines. Y'all ready for this flight? Young Sean. Let's give them what they used to. Damn it, we back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see you. Thank you. Thank you, sir, ma'am. I know for the entire year 2020, you guys have been far too kind. And I'm going to tell you something. In 2021, you're going to be in my Hall of Fame because you two and that whole crew over there, you are the real MVPs. All my people over there and over there and over there at the job, in the office, on the road, in them streets, wherever you may be. Ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens, you're listening to The Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturel on Podcast FM. Like I said, get that Podcast FM app now on BeatBreakRadioFM.com because we are going global. Contact me on Instagram, family, at The Jeff is Moody Show. You can contact me even on Facebook at The Jeff is Moody Show. Or you can text me your comments and or questions to 678-386-5331. Once again, family, that is 678-386-5331. If you want to salute DJ Natural for the ATL traffic mix, or if you want to see, can you book DJ Natural for a show? She is on all social media under DJ Naturel, fam. That's Naturel with an E. N-A-T-U-R-E-L. DJ Naturel. I am your pilot for this three-hour flight. Kick back, relax if you can, but family, even if you cannot, I guarantee you that we're about to make this the best portion of your day. As you all know, I am here to get you through the grind. Special shout out to all my drivers out there who listen to the Jeffers Moody Show while you're on the road. Honk your horn for me while I ring my bell for you. <laughs> Shoot. Did y'all hear my bell? What up, Emin Kunzi? What up, Rudy? What up, Sheila? What up, Corey Black? What up? All my drivers out there. Got your other drivers tuning in to the show. Because you love me and I love you back. I didn't ring my bell before I saluted y'all. What up, though? One love to all my family who listen while you work or play. 
and you choose the Jeff is Moody show, whether you're in the gym, in the house, wherever you are, if you are listening, I thank you. Family in these days and times in the coronavirus age where we have a mutating virus. We have over 400,000 deaths. I would like for you all not to get too complacent. I would like for you all just to remember, know a lot of you want to be out. I know a lot of you want to do your thing. You said you're tired of being cooped up. And I keep telling people, better to be cooped up in the house than in a casket. Yeah, I know usually I say before I get into today's show, but I got something else to talk about before I get into the show. Let me just talk about this because I like to tell y'all whether you're at work or play, whatever you choose to do. Thank you for listening to the show. Let me just say this real quick. Y'all stay careful. The virus ain't over. Yeah, they got a vaccine and all that. It's not going to cure you of the virus. It, it may or may not prevent you from having deathly effects from the virus, fatal effects from the virus. It may do that. Black people are scarred w- with, with the memories of Tuskegee and even more things. And so a lot of people don't want to get the vaccine. I'm being one of them. While you ponder that, while you ponder the pros and cons, just want to tell you guys really quickly, slow down a little bit. Starting to see too many of you, 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 you Negroes in the club. No mask on. I saw a baby shower on YouTube the other day, 25, 30 people and a pregnant woman. In case you guys didn't know, young Sean, I don't give a damn. Play that Dilla. It's the season premiere, goddammit. I'm going to talk my talk. Yeah, we're going to get into the show, but hold on. <clears throat> Where was I? Oh, yeah. So on Facebook, I saw this baby shower, right? And it was about 25 to 30 people there. With a pregnant woman. Now, in case you guys didn't know, pregnant women are very super susceptible to COVID. Nobody with a mask on. One person with a mask. One, I saw one person. I saw one older lady with a mask on. Don't know what she thought the mask was doing. Not with 29 other people that don't got one on. Don't know what the fuck she thought her mask was doing. Y'all hear my bell? Play that Dilla. No, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. You know, down here in Georgia, I, I drive by I drive by uh, a, a lot of bars and stuff, and I see the super spreaders outside. They outside, shoulder to shoulder, bunched up, smoking, talking. Did you guys know that on a cigarette? Do you know that when you blow the smoke out your mouth, if you do have COVID, do you know the COVID travels the distance of the smoke that you blow out your mouth while you're sucking on that cancer uh, dick stick? I said it. No, you didn't know that? Oh, because you don't give a fuck? Okay, that's fine. All I'm saying to you guys is, I always tell you guys, whether you're in the gym, in the house, wherever you are, if you listen, I appreciate you. I'm just saying, I do appreciate you. You guys just be careful, okay? All my DJs, including Naturel, I know the money's good. Y'all be careful. 
See, can they protect you some kind of way and stay away from the niggas with no mask on? Y'all be careful. Y'all just be careful, all right? All right, now that, that, okay. Now, before I get into today's show. <laughs> nah, young Sean, no. No, man. No, they knew I was coming like this. It's the premiere. Y'all be careful. All my kids up on college campuses, y'all be careful. Wash your hands, don't touch your face. Stop bugging the fuck out. Shit ain't over, it's just starting. Okay, before I get into today's show, this is a little offbeat, but it was something I was thinking about. And I had to share this with y'all because I've realized in my life that I'm a food snob. And not only am I a food snob, my entire family is fucking food snobs. Mrs. Moody is a severe food snob. Baby Moody is a fucking food snob. Uh, I kind of made them into food snobs. And while they can annoy me sometimes, because I'm the primary cook here, uh, I've learned to deal with it because I did. Very particular about what we eat. We may like one thing on something and don't like it on another. We kind of bugged out like that. But a lot of y'all are too, right? So I saw a video from one of my favorite uh, YouTuber, cooker kind of people. Her name is uh, Natasha. She makes some good stuff. She's but she, all love, all love to all my all my white brothers and sisters out there. Ring the bell for you. Y'all know I love y'all, man. Y'all know I love y'all, but y'all kind of bugged out when it comes to the food sometimes. Hmm. Natasha makes good food. As a matter of fact, I think it's I think it's Natasha'sKitchen.com. Y'all go check her out. I don't get nothing from that. She don't know me. I just follow her. I like what she does sometimes. However, the whiteness in her makes her do some weird shit. <laughs> and I realized watching one of her videos the other day, I already knew this, but I wanted to share it with the fam. Family? I hate mayonnaise. I hate mayonnaise, man. Family, I hate mayonnaise. It's disgusting. I have a slight allergic reaction to it, which could add to my prejudice. I hate mayonnaise. I'm going to tell you why. So I'm watching a beautiful Natasha from Natasha'sKitchen.com. I like this lady. As I said, she makes some cool things in the kitchen. She does. Now, I have two subscribers on Facebook. I have five followers on FB. I have two followers on Instagram. <laughs> but my show's hotter than yours. <laughs> Yeah, I said that. I said it. She got, she has hundreds of thousands of subscribers on her channel and she deserves them because she puts in the work. She puts the work in, right? So I'm looking at her video about making the perfect homemade Philly cheesesteak. 
Now, for those of you that don't know, if you've been living under what kind of rock, I don't know where you've been all your life. If you don't eat red meat, that's fine. But if you've never even heard about a Philadelphia cheesesteak, see, Philadelphia is the home of the cheesesteak. They are the masters of the cheesesteak. They are the Obi-Wan cheese nobies of, of, of cheesesteaks. As a matter of fact, they are the Jeff is Moody's of, of cheesesteaks. <laughs> I got to tell you something. I've been all over the country, portions of the world. And seriously, everybody has learned how to make a cheesesteak. But Philly is the big daddy of that. Do you understand me? Philadelphia, what up? What up, everybody? Listen to the Jefferson Moody Show out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. What up? Is it Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, y'all? I don't know. I make a bomb cheesesteak myself. I make a bomb um, cheesesteak myself. Now, I'm watching the video, and the video is going well. You know, Natasha has the perfect steak to make a Philadelphia cheesesteak, which is a ribeye steak. Do you understand? You can make you can make a nice ribeye with maybe a petite sirloin or something like that. Or if you just have a bland tongue and you're not a snobby food asshole like I am, you probably can get any kind of steak and make a nice Philadelphia cheesesteak. I guess I'm kind of resigned in my ways. I'm a I'm a I'm a ribeye guy. Family, I'm telling you, there's really not a better steak in the land than a ribeye. Not for us common folk that don't mind dropping 15, 20, 25 bucks on the steak. So she has the ribeye. She has the provolone cheese. She got the onion. She got the fresh baked roll, right? She, she did. Look, let me give you all the ingredients that she listed for you. N- Natasha says uh, you, get a, you get a pound, a one pound ribeye steak trimmed and thinly sliced. That's the secret to the to 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 the cheesesteak, right? Gotta be thinly sliced. Minced, minced almost. Uh Natasha has here one tablespoon, a half teaspoon of sea salt or to taste, a half teaspoon black pepper or to taste. I don't know. I I may use a different kind of seasoning for a cheesesteak. I'm kind of light on the seasoning. We'll get around to that. She says one sweet onion diced, eight slices of provolone cheese, mild, not aged provolone. Listen for all of you that are foodies like me. You know what, young Sean, this is for the foodies. Ring the bell for my foodies. And this is for her to make four hoagies. I don't know how you make four hoagies with one uh, one pound uh, ribeye, but whatever. Four hoagie rolls sliced uh, three quarters through, two tablespoons unsalted butter softened, one garlic clove pressed, and then I was like, okay, that's cool, Natasha. I know you're going to make something good because you make a bunch of stuff. And then let me tell you what Natasha did, family. Let me tell you what she did. Damn it. Then her last thing was two to four tablespoons of mayonnaise. (laughs) 
man, Natasha. Who the fuck put mayonnaise on a Philly cheesesteak, man? Who does that? Some of you out there probably do it. I'm going to tell you right now, you disgust me. <laughs> I don't care if you mad. I don't care if you get mad. You going to turn my show off because I don't like mayonnaise on Phillies. I hate mayonnaise. So, so N- Natasha, she puts the mayonnaise on a damn roll and fucks everything up. A perfectly good buttered, lightly toasted roll that wasn't bothering nobody. She put mayo on that shit, young Sean. Young Sean, you like mayonnaise? Or, don't even, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. She put mayo on that shit, man. Natasha, what did the roll do to you? What did that roll do to you? You don't put mayo on a freaking cheesesteak. And if you do, you're a weirdo. I hate mayonnaise. I hate it. The devil made mayonnaise. It's nasty. It smells like trash. It makes my throat and face itchy. And on a kind of weirdo kind of level, when you guys bite something with mayo on it, uh, the side of a lot of your mouths look like you have ejaculate on each side of it. <clears throat> Moving, let's get out of that. Young Sean, let's get out of that. Too much, too much, a little bit too soon. Just came back with the season opening and already uh, kind of alienating my listening family who loves mayonnaise. Let's get out of that. I, let's get out of that. You do kind of look like you have ejaculate on your mouth. I hate mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is the cigarettes of condiments. It makes your breath stink to high hell. Don't be getting in my face talking to me after you've had some mayo because I don't want to talk to you. Look at what mayonnaise has done to some perfectly good foods. I know what you're thinking to yourself. Is is this guy really talking about mayonnaise to open his season up? You damn right I am. I hate mayonnaise. Side note, I saw somebody make some creamy chicken Alfredo and they put mayonnaise in it. What the hell? What the hell is wrong with you all? Don't be putting, yo, don't put no mayonnaise in chicken Alfredo. Don't put no mushrooms in chicken Alfredo. And, 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 And by the way, white people, we love you to death. We love you to death. Don't put no raisins in potato salad. What the fuck are you doing? No, I don't eat potato salad because it has mayonnaise in it. But I know how to make potato salad. And I know what potato salad should be. And it shouldn't have any raisins in it. I hate mayonnaise. I've seen people put mayonnaise on their hot dogs. That that's disgusting. What who does that? You know, when I used to drink a lot of coffee, I used to go to a quick trip every morning and um uh uh I used to see people a lot of the construction workers and stuff, they would get hot dogs and they would put mayonnaise on them. And I was like, wow, he's really weird. And not only is he weird, 
I know his I, 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 I know his digestive tract and his stomach and everything is fucked up because this guy eats hot dogs with mayo on them at 7.30 in the morning. I mean, hell, even if he didn't eat a mayonnaise on the hot dog, damn, could you imagine the toilet that he terrorizes? 7.30 in the morning with a hot dog? God bless any toilet they may have set upon. But that's not all. I've seen people dip a hot wing in mayo. I've even seen one heathen. Get ready for this, fam. This Negroid dipped a piece of church's fried chicken in some mayonnaise. Young Sean, I'm a run long. You know why I'm running long on this rundown? Because I can. Play that Dilla. Jay Dilla, salute. You know, it's bad enough you guys put mayo on hamburgers and sandwiches and stuff. But seriously, you put it on on fried chicken. I mean, it's bad enough that some of you even eat the steroid low-budget chicken, weirdo-tasting chicken from churches. But you're going to end up dipping it in mayo? Yeah, I'm a food snob. I said it. Somebody told me that's the hood chicken. Fuck out of here. The hood chicken is chicken your mama made. I hate mayo. Celery and french fries dipped in mayo. I've seen potato chips dipped in mayo. I hate mayo. Now I'm going to talk about my food snobbiness to you guys at another time. Because me and my family are bugged out. My Uncle JC and Auntie Paulette love us to death, but they say cooking for y'all is one of the few pain in the asses in the world because everybody eats something different. Got to cook three different ways for you sons of guns. For you pains in the ass, Robinson Moody family. I just wanted to let y'all know on the season premiere, uh, I I hate mayo. Here's what we have for you on today's The Jeff is Moody Show. <laughs> My mayonnaise people, y'all still here? I know y'all ain't dip on me because I shit it on mayonnaise. Family, uh, we got uh, 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 gym news for you today. I mean, I just I just told you why I hate mayo, right? We got gym news for you today. We got dumb shit news for you today. We got the FB post of the week for you today. I'm going to tell you folks today why you need to stop begging for support. You got this. Let people come. To, they're going to come. You build it, they will come. Stop begging in the way you're begging for support. We got the world's most trifling people for you today, and we got the polar opposite of trifling for you today. And today we got a brand new ATL traffic mix by DJ Naturel to set off 2021. As you all know, by now, I do not get into the meat of a show until I give you all that what? That's right, fam. Moody Motivation is on deck because we all need to know that we have the ability to be great. And today I'm going to talk to you about stubbing your toe and learning from the pain. Lord knows we all know the feeling of bumping our toe up against something, especially in the dark, don't we? Well, you can certainly learn a big lesson from that, y'all, and I'm going to tell you how that's up next. As I told you guys, and as you already know, from 5 o'clock or so till 6, you'll hear DJ Naturel rocking the ATL traffic mix. All that and more for you today, fam. It's an action-packed show as usual, so get ready for this three-hour flight because Verbal Raw Dog season is in full effect. The 2021 season of Mr. Moody is underway. Moody Motivation is up next, y'all. It's the Jeff is Moody Show. Hit us up on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and download that podcast FM app. We go 
Moody Motivations, up next, y'all. Welcome back home. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. WBS 87 FM. Atlanta. This is Atlanta's independent news station and home of the Jeff Moody Show. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Hold the up. It's the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturel. Come on, Moody. Let's get it. Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you. I see you. Thank you. Deep Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. On Reach One Communication Station. You, you, you're, you, are listening. you are listening to Reach One Network. It's, it's everything, everything podcast. podcast. A subsidiary of Beat Break 87 FM and a Reach One communication station. Listen live on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. Family, family, family. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show. On Podcast FM, BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Please go to BeatBreakRadioFM.com and download that Podcast FM app. time for a little bit of moody motivation and um, I wanted to talk to you guys today about stumping your toe my goodness <laughs> some people call it stumping some people call it stubbing right y'all know what it is to stump or stub your toe right it's like you're you're walking around, a lot of times it's in the dark, and you bang your baby toe or your big toe with something up against something, and it's, you just got to lay down, and you got to howl like Chewbacca from Star Wars. And throughout my lifetime, you know, when I've moved into different residences, um, I've always had to go through that one time but you know you're trying to navigate yourself to your new place in the dark and you stump that toe oh man or you know the house and you just hit your foot somewhere or your elbow somewhere you know you're coming out of a doorway and you bang your elbow or you hit your toe someplace and it's like oh and it's pain and we we curse the pain and we curse all these inanimate objects, all of these non-feeling, non-emotional objects like steps and uh, dresser drawers and, you know, things like that, right? But pain, pain doesn't hate you. Pain is not against you. Pain's not like your adversary. Pain is not your nemesis. Pain doesn't know you exist. Pain doesn't have emotion or feeling or direction. If you're wise and you stub your toe, you will learn from the pain. Because the pain will teach you to navigate yourself in a way that you won't stub your toe in that particular area again. Because you're aware of it you know the pain it can cause and you innately begin to navigate around it even with a blindfold on anybody following me y'all know what I'm talking about you know 
I swear, every 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 house that we've moved in, um, every year when we were back in California, when I was in New York, every place new I've been. When I moved to California, and we were in, I think, uh, a townhouse and two apartments in California. There, um, when we moved to Georgia, every every house that we bought and we we've lived in, I've stubbed my toe somewhere. Or I've banged the elbow somewhere. Or I've done something with something that has taught me to learn from the pain, respect the pain, and navigate around that object. I can't stay away from it, right? If you stub your toe on the steps, you got to walk up and down the steps. You know, every time I go someplace I'm not familiar with and I stub my toe, I make it my business to learn that place in the dark. That muscle memory and the things that pain brings. It it, it literally gives you instruction to navigate yourself in the dark. Your body, your brain, your brain says, wait a minute. Remember when you were here before and you stubbed your toe and we learned from the pain? That's why so many of us can walk around our house, houses where we live in the pitch black. I can walk around my house, y'all, in the pitch black. I literally know just by sense and touch exactly where I am in my house. I don't really stub my toe in my house anymore. I learn from the pain. You know, Mrs. Moody and I went out one time and we bought some razor sharp knives, some cutlery knives. That, I mean, Lord, they're like little razor blades. And I've worked with some sharp knives before, but these knives are kind of, kind of, kind of stylistically built, and it was just the way the knife is built. And I'm just in the kitchen going to work on a head of lettuce and cutting a cucumber and. Da, 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 and all of a sudden I felt something but I didn't recognize it and I, and I looked down and the lettuce is red and everything red I done cut into my finger with this razor sharp knife literally down to the bone ended up having to go to the urgent care and get stitches and the doctor was like wow you you literally cut your finger down to the bone you want to talk about some pain? Especially when he had to inject the needle and then do the stitches, right? Well, I didn't throw the knives away. Cleaned them off, sterilized them. That knife in particular. And I learned from the pain. Learn how to navigate with that knife. Learn not to not pay attention. Learn that it don't move like my other knives. You gotta learn how to you gotta learn how to work with it, Moody. Been using it all the time since then. Haven't cut myself since then. I'm aware now. I understand now. The pain has taught me. You know, in that very finger, y'all, I've lost my sensation of feeling. I don't have any feeling in the fingertip of that finger. It's gone. I severed nerves and did all kind of stuff. All good. I got nine more. Plus that finger work is just at the tip of it. You can't feel anything on it. Learn my lesson.
I use that knife at the same speed, y'all. I'm using it faster now because I done studied it and I know how to be careful and I know how to... You can learn from pain. You can learn from stubbing your toe. It's not just a toe. It's life. Relationships hurt. Being laid off from a job, it hurt. Someone you love passing away, it hurt. Any of you ever not paid attention to the gas and ran out of some damn gas on the side of the road and had to walk a mile to go get some gas and walk back to the car? Did you learn from it? Can't be mad at it. You can be mad at yourself, but can't be mad at it. Don't be bitter at pain. The pain wouldn't care if it were me or you. The pain doesn't even know if it cut you or me. The pain that we put ourselves through is emotionalist. It does not operate off of emotion. Pain. Pain doesn't hold the grudge. Pain does not set or meet vendettas. Next time you stub your toe, next time you get hurt, don't just become adversaries with the pain you felt. Understand the foundation and root cause of the pain and deal with it. Master it. Get around it or run through it. After all, it's only pain. Pain's not forever. You can overcome anything. You can beat anything. You are bigger than anything. You're better than anything. But so often and too often we find out we find ourselves being 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 willing willing participants to the effects of pain instead of meeting that pain head on and learning from that pain learn from the pain pain teaches you're hurt right now you're smashed right now you're down and out right now but you're mad at the pain and not the root cause And with that being said, you haven't learned how to navigate around and make things better so you may not have to experience that pain again. And even if you do experience that pain again, you haven't learned how to accommodate and deal with the pain. We will never be pain free. Lord knows, a lot of us are going to stub our toe in the next couple of days or so, maybe today. go ooch ouch scream and why they put that there why is that why is that kitchen why is that countertop there because <laughs> they built it there you needed to learn how not to bump into it the next time you stub your toe don't blame the pain just learn from it in whatever capacity of your life that may be. Moody Motivation, y'all. We'll be right back.
with Jim Noobs. Pain is not only to be felt. Pain is to be learned from. We'll be back. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. There's a lot going on in the world, and your world is always changing. That's why it's important to stay connected. The latest news, the latest entertainment, the newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand, wherever you are, with the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Over 1,500 live radio stations from across the country and over 15 million songs to create your own custom station. Listen at iHeartRadio.com. And on the iHeartRadio app under Beat Break 87 FM. Tune your radio. Tune in. Now. You can tune in to this radio station on any smartphone or tablet. iPhone. Android. Blackberry. Nokia. Samsung. Windows phones. Or whatever you have. Download the free TuneIn app from your phone or tablet's app store. Tune in with music, sports, news, and comedy. From over 70,000 radio stations around the world. Check it out at TuneIn.com. Or your app store. Welcome back, family. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Natural on Beat Break 87 FM, Beat Break Radio, FM.com, Podcast FM. Time for a little bit of gym news. Young Sean, I wonder if uh, all my mayonnaise people are still here. I hope y'all still here, man. I, I really hope y'all didn't bail on me after all this time because I don't like mayonnaise. You know what I'm saying? But let's do this gym news because for gym news is I have so much dumb shit news smacked in fire all today. I got so much of that that I wanna kinda wanna breeze through this this gym news really quickly because it really all boils down to one thing. It's kind of like a news report uh, uh, bundled into a statement by Jeff. Let's do gym news. Donald Trump is out of office. But he's not out of America's system of hatred. He's only reinforced that he's only made it as popular and as accepted as ever. He's only shown that a president literally has no limitation and rules to what he can do. We because we had presidents before him, most of who have been dishonest and some of who have been downright scandalous. Nixon, holla. But Nixon had a little more integrity than Trump, believe it or not. We didn't know that a president could literally do whatever the fuck he wants to do, even when it stands right in the face of being illegal, just because he's the president. Trump exploited that. And if you have to say thank you to him for anything, say thank you for that. Yeah, I got some news stories, but 
let's forget about the disastrous four years of Trump. Let's go just back a couple of days ago to January 6th. Insurrection Day in America. Another disturbing day in American history, y'all. Another repulsive, disturbing day in a long history of repulsive, disturbing days in America with three Ks. While far too many of us in America, A-M-E-R-I-C-A, stay silent and don't get involved to do battle with and eliminate the Americans, the A-M-E-R-I-K-K-K-A-S. We don't do enough. And Donald Trump proved that they can do as they please. Even when the president sends them to create death and destruction, they can do as he, they please. He doesn't get in any trouble for it and he can move along. I want you to keep January 6th in your mind. Let me read a couple of articles off to y'all. QAnon, uh, uh, how do they how do they pronounce these psychopaths? QAnon, Shaman, feels duped after he's not pardoned by Donald Trump. So Donald Donald Trump gave out a bunch of pardons to rappers and uh, other people, uh, dude, whatever. But Jacob Chansley, aka Jake Angeli. Now, now you guys re- remember him? He's the one that gained all the attention by donning. He's the idiot that had on the fur, the horns, and stars and stripe themed face paint. And he's been come. He's been known now as the QAnon shaman. Y'all, y'all vividly remember him, right? This is in the Capitol. This is you. You know. You know how hateful white domestic terrorists say this is their country and God bless America and they fly those flags. Don't y'all believe a a bit of that? These motherfuckers don't give a fuck about America. They wouldn't care if they was in Russia or anywhere. Their idea of America is a hateful place. It's a white only place. That flag to them don't mean what you think it mean to you, black military man black citizen latino citizens you fucking idiot black and latinos for trump it don't mean they don't if they if they didn't know you was for trump they'd string your ass up from a tree yeah this is jeff news well jacob uh aka the 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 QAnon shaman he was arrested for taking part in the riot and um he, along with other rioters, appealed for last-minute pardons from Trump on his way out of office, but they were unsuccessful in their attempts. Uh, um, um, Al Watkins, Chansley's lawyer, states that Jacob regrets very, very much having be- been duped by the president. See, there's a lot of white privilege in this story, but I'll, let me keep reading, okay? Watkins added that Jacob regrets not having... Uh, not having not just been duped by the president, but by being in a position where he allowed that duping to put him in a position to make decisions he should not have made. As to my client, the guy with the horns and fur, the the, the meditation and organic food, I'm telling you that we cannot simply wave a magic wand and label all these people on January 6th the same. Let's roll the tape. 
let's roll the months of lies and misrepresentations uh, misrepresentations and horrific innuendo and in, in hyperbole speech by our president designed to inflame enrage and motivate tell me when you're catching the white privilege here you see his client is a domestic terrorist this lawyer represents domestic terrorist but just like any cannibal just like any barbarian now it's Trump's fault you see Jacob didn't have his own mind Jacob doesn't move of his own free will Jacob's not an intelligent of enough human being to say this guy's a fucking idiot I'm not following this hatred right here Jacob's not strong enough for that now it's Trump's fault now it's all Trump's fault so the lawyer says, let's roll the tape. Let's roll the months of lies, the hyperbole, the, 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 the what the president did to design, to inflame, enrage, and motivate all the things that Jacob embraced. Now he wants to look back at it and say, see, this was Trump's fault because Jacob is an idiot. Jacob doesn't have a brain. Most importantly, J- Jacob Jacob is a white male. And you guys got to understand, we're not accountable for shit that we do. Oh, no. Oh, no, we'll trump it up, trump it up, trump it up until we get busted and don't get a pardon. And then it's like, fuck that guy, Trump. This is his fault. See, that's some white privilege for your ass. This is also from his lawyer. He had the audacity to say the only thing that was missing at the Capitol was the president. Um, stirring up Kool-Aid with a big spoon. Isn't this amazing? I don't know what's more amazing. Is it the fact that his lawyer is a scumbag? Because we know lawyers are scumbags. So we're not really shocked by his lawyer. Or is it the fact that this man who openly embraced Trump, he was about everything Trump was about, but he didn't get that part. And let me use my privilege and let me blame it on Trump. Now I tell you what, I want to catch one of you black drug dealers out here. And I want y'all to try to run that Wesley Snipes New Jack City line. And I want you to go, listen, I'm just a victim of the streets. I didn't do this to the community. The community did this to me. When I dealt this drug, I want you to try to talk your silly ass way out of that shit. You're going to find out the difference between you and Jacob from QAnon. You going to jail for 90 years, motherfucker. This ain't no movie. You ain't getting pardoned like Wesley then shot on the courthouse steps. You ain't getting out of the courtroom. Ask the black Trump supporter who I think is in the smack the fire out of their news. I'm not sure. You know, do you know they're letting some of these terrorists go on low bail bond? They're giving them. They're treating these guys with kid gloves. Some of them are getting jail time because America has to set an example. But that's the one black Trump supporter that was there storming the Capitol. You know what they told him, y'all? Why they letting everybody go? By the way, Jacob said he couldn't uh, go to jail and eat regular food because he only eats organic food. His mommy, his mommy speaks for him. He's a grown fucking man, but his mommy speaks for him. And his mommy said he can't eat organic food. He's not eating in jail. And do you know what the jail did? They broke down and gave him organic food. Oh, white privilege is something else. 
<laughs> but ask the black Trump supporter. What is this cocksucker's name? I can't think of his name. I think he's in dumb shit news. But hey, look it up. Do your Googles. The black Trump supporter. Not released on bail. No, they said you sitting in the prison until your trial come up. Fuck you. Die slow. Motherfucker, you thought you had love like that. Sit your nigga ass down. Hmm. 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 Speaking of Trump, worst president in history responsible for over 400,000 deaths in America from the COVID-19 virus that not only he lied to the public about, that he purposely ignored, that he's on a recording say he didn't want to tell people about the severity of it, the one that he called the hoax, the one that he said his opponents were using against him. He didn't create COVID-19 that I know of. Wouldn't be surprised if he had a hand in the creation of it. He is a devil. But at the end of the day, uh, he, he didn't create it. He just let it come to the most advanced country in the world and let it run rampant and ignored it. And even when Joe Biden gets into office, not getting well, he's in there now. When they got into office and they realized that the Trump administration left nothing to deal with COVID. You know how Trump lied and said Obama left nothing? Trump literally left nothing. Not a plan, not a contingency, no medicine plans, no mass plans, nothing. It never meant anything to him. His The lives of his constituents never meant anything to him. Well, Trump is threatening to start a MAGA party. Trump still has $70 million in cash that his idiot cult gave him for a uh, uh, election defense fund wink wink he knew he lost but he's a criminal and he knows his listeners are dumb as fuck because when you inbreed a lot I think that you're not supposed to shoot sperm in your siblings I think when you do you might have some, some uh, DNA problems and biological problems he milked them people for 200 million and they love it he still got 70 million of it left he said he may start his own party you know a lot of people are laughing at donald because he is a joke but anytime somebody can do this damage and have 70 million strong with him by the way don't think that all 70 million people actually are out here rioting and supporting trump all trump supporters are evil let's not get it fucked up he ain't got 70 million people ready to ride or die, y'all. You know what he got? Probably about 100,000 of them. That's a lot, too. The rest of them just talking shit. They getting up and going to work in the morning. Fuck what y'all talking about. He might have a couple of hundred thousand across America. That's a lot. That's a big deal. Ain't no 70 million of them ready to ride or die. When 70 million people back up what we've just seen over the last four years y'all better stop laughing at donald so much and remember he ain't going nowhere his presence is still felt here yeah this is gym news but it's, a, it's it's commentary too two times impeached responsible along with the idiot adults that now we're blaming him because they're not adult enough to use their own minds. Thank God they're white. 
because they they they'd be really under the fryer right now. I hold them responsible for the U.S. Capitol. They keep calling it riots. Is a domestic when the when the terrorists flew the planes into the twin towers? Did they call that a riot or a protest or was it terrorism? See, in white America, you're not you're not a terrorist if you do terrorist shit. You're a rioter. You're a lone wolf. You're not a terrorist. Hell, shit. Black Panther Party was labeled as terrorists, broken apart by the United States government. Black Panther Party that was formed to combat police violence, police brutality. That Black Panther, that Black Panther Party. The Black Panther Party that created medical assistance in their neighborhoods, that created food programs in their neighborhoods, that created educational programs in their neighborhoods. And it's like, don't give us no smoke. We don't want no smoke from y'all, but we will defend ourselves. Those people, black uprising, black resistance, black excellence. The U.S. government labeled them as terrorists. They labeled the white terrorists as rioters. Y'all don't see no problem with that? Portion of it is United States loves its domestic terrorists. United States loves white domestic terrorists. Y'all, my white listeners, y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't feel no kind of way. I'm just keeping it real. If you know me personally, you know, I hey, I love everybody. I love everybody who's worthy to be loved. I'm just talking about your lineage, though. Don't get mad. If you get mad, fuck you. I ain't never been here to kiss your ass. Ain't coming 2021 to do it neither. So Trump, Trump's thinking about building his own party. And don't y'all think he can't? And while the Republican Party is being more hateful than ever, while the Republican Party is highlighting this young Satanist. See, they're putting these young, hateful Republicans in the spotlight. They're getting ready for 2024. What is the Democratic Party doing? Well, they're doing what the Democrats usually do. Nothing. Biden is in office, and I'm going to give Biden some props. Biden is making moves. But the Democratic Party overall, they're not grooming that next Democratic superstar. Joe Biden's going to be 82 fucking years old after this term. Joe Biden might not get through four years of this. And I got a surprise for y'all. Sorry, AKAs. Sorry, Skiwees. Sorry, all the black. She's a black woman, people. I love all those components, too. But to be honest with you, people don't like Kamala Harris. And they're not grooming her anyway to be president. She just will be president by default if by chance Joe Biden doesn't continue. She will not run for president and win it in 2024 unless they do something incredible. Now, the Biden-Harris administration is off on a good foot, if you ask me. But this Democratic Party, that's why I said they all play together one way or the other. Fuck them both. But the, but the Republicans are satanic. Democrats are evil. Republicans are satanic. Biden administration getting off to a, to, a, to a good start, at least on the surface. Biden is reversing things. All this bullshit Trump was doing. Listen, Biden reversed the Trump's. He reversed that executive order 
that restricted diversity training. The 45th president of the United States in a heavily racially divided country, he put an executive order out to restrict diversity training. And what that would have did, that would have put the limits on the advancement of racial equality in the system, y'all. Trump literally tried to cripple racial equality. Biden came around and said, fuck that. We're going to reverse that. Back to diversity training for you all. There's other things that the Biden administration is doing. Lord knows they really seem focused on COVID. To a smaller degree, they're trying to handle it all. They're like, hey, we want to recommit to Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. Now, who delayed that? Trump. So I ain't having no, I ain't having me no nigga on no goddamn money. Is you fucking crazy? I'm going to give Biden credit on the surface. I told you guys stop jumping up and down. Kamala Harris, salute to you. No, I don't dislike you. All my AKAs out there, y'all listen to me, man. Y'all stop. Get out your feelings and listen to what I'm saying. All my, she's the first black vice president. See, we love to celebrate. We some celebrating kind of motherfuckers. Kamala Harris is your employee. Joe Biden is your employee. It's great to celebrate them. It's great to celebrate the milestone, but make them do their job. They got a job to do. When they do their job, celebrate them then. We love jumping up and down for everything. Drop it like it's hot. Drop low challenge. Be happy. Drop it low. First black female president. Let's do the drop low challenge. You silly internet horse. You you silly attention horse. You get out here to, to do drop it low challenge. That's what's important right now. Let's celebrate Kamala by, by, by dropping it low and shaking our ass. And let's not hold her accountable for the job she's supposed to do. This is gym news, but I had a statement to make. As a police chief, um, that banned the thin blue line imagery because the police chief says it's been co-opted by extremists. Chief Kristen Roman of the University of Wisconsin-Madison said hateful ideologies run counter to the department's core values. University of Wisconsin-Madison's police chief has banned officers from using thin, uh, thin blue line imagery while on duty. She informed officers of the ban on January 15th email that was made public this week. The department faced criticism in November over a photo posted to Twitter that showed a thin blue line flag displayed at the police department office. The thin blue line flag, which resembles an American flag but has a blue stripe, is a sign of support for law enforcement, but has also come to signal opposition to the racial justice movement and, and, and a symbol of white supremacy or support for the Blue Lives Matter cause. You see, in this white domestic terrorist world, they took the blue, the, the blue line flag and they turned it into anti-black and anti-black lives matter and pro-white and white only in, in terroristic causes. This police chief said, fuck that, can't wear it no more. 
salute to her, but fuck her too. Until we really see everything come to fruition. No, young Sean, I don't give a fuck how long the segment running. Play that Dilla. I'm back. I ain't never left. I'm back, though. Listen, you can call me race divisive. Call me whatever the fuck you want. But you better meet me with fat when you talk to me. You think white lives, you think uh, blue lives matter? Do you know the reason they created Blue Lives Matter was a counter to Black Lives Matter? It had nothing to do with cops. Uh, uh, white people kill more policemen every year than any other race or nationality in America. You fucking crazy. You think Blue Lives Matter when the very same people that were yelling Blue Lives Matter killed? Wh- how many cops died at the Capitol? One or two, y'all. They crushed the cop. They, the cops got internal injuries. All kind of officers sustained damage. You think Blue Lives Matter? Blue Lives don't matter to domestic terrorists. They never have. They're just a way to use a counter. Like Donald Trump ain't smart. Like they never gave a fuck about him. He was just a way to open up the doors of what they wanted to do, but they knew they couldn't do it. CIA, FBI, social media. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all better get on their ass like y'all get on everybody else's ass. Blue lives ain't never mattered to no motherfucking domestic terrorists. Uh, da, 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 listen. These motherfuckers kill more of their own cops than anybody else. They ain't never gave a fuck about a cop. <laughs> By the way, on the way out. Salute the Black Lives Matter. They won a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> Blue Lives Matter did not. Ring the bell. Fuck y'all. We love good cops. But don't tell me Blue Lives Matter because it's race-based. It's hate-based. Ain't got nothing to do with supporting cops. Stop killing all your fucking cops every year if it matters so much. Y'all wouldn't have put a hand on the police at the Capitol if Blue Lives Matter so much. And that was Jim News. God damn it. We'll be back with Dumb Shit News Smack the Fire all today. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. What's up, everybody? Ryan Vernell, host of The Ryan Show FM here with a quick PSA. The entire world is coming together for the first time in a long time to stop the spread of COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus. And you can do your part, too. And it starts with these three steps. One, social distancing. Stay away from people at least six feet, especially if you don't know whether or not they're ill. Step two, sanitize your hands. Use soap, hot water, and wash for at least 20 seconds. And step three, wash your ass, goddammit. Look, in all seriousness, thank you to the healthcare workers that are on the front lines fighting this virus. Let's make it easier for all of them out there that are making incredible sacrifices to ensure our health and economic stability. Thanks for listening to this quick PSA. Now let's get back to the reason why you're listening to this radio station in the first place. Good music, great conversation, and a place to escape from all this BS going on outside. Be safe, everybody, and keep on a listening. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show on Podcast FM. We are going global. 
BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Please go to BeatBreakRadioFM.com and download that Podcast FM app for your iOS and Android devices. Let's do a little bit of dumb shit news. How y'all doing so far? I told y'all. Kind of pick off where we left, pick up where we left off, right? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, you know, I nah, sometimes I kind of get into what I'm saying, and it, you know, it just bees like that, you know what I'm saying? Blue Lives Matter. You, you yelling Blue Lives Matter and beating a fucking cop with a flagpole that got the Blue Lives Matter flag on it. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's do this dumb shit new Smack the Fire all today. <sighs> Let me start off with this one. A second grader was expelled from her Christian school after she told the girl she had a crush on her. Can someone tell me how old kids are in the second grade? I really don't know. What are they, four, five, six? I don't know. So a second grader was expelled from her school after she told the girl she had a crush on her. Now, an Oklahoma second grader was expelled from a Christian school last week after telling a female classmate that she had a crush on her. Delani Shelton uh, said she had to pick up her daughter Chloe or Chloe from the Rejoice Christian School in Owasso after she made the comment. This is coming from Fox 23 in Oklahoma, I imagine. Shelton told Fox 23 that her daughter said the vice principal set her down and says the Bible says you can only marry a man and have children with a man. This is what he's this is what he's telling to a, a second grader that told another young lady she had a crush on her. Now, does she understand a crush or does she have those kind of urges? Maybe she does. She's in the second grade. I, I would have been I would have sat there and just talked to her for a while and see where her heart, soul and emotion was and probably got behind her and supported her while keeping the the integrity of my school intact, but not punishing the second grader. You, you, you see, when when you quote the Bible to a second grader and you say that 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 the Bible says you can only marry a man and have children with a man, you know, and she's in the second uh, fucking grade. You know, it has to be a better way is all I'm saying. Wait, way to go, vice principal. Way to go. Way to go for making her feel like her, her, if it's even her sexual orientation, who knows? It's the second grade. She might have, who knows? Whether it is or not, way to go for making her feel like a piece of shit in the second grade. Way to go. Let's move on with the story. You know I'm going to smack the fire all today. My daughter was crying saying, does God still love me, Shelton added. CNN reported that the superintendent of the Christian school called Shelton and said they're ending their partnership with her family, including her five-year-old son, who was also expelled. Now listen, so the daughter told the little girl that she had a crush on her, 
But but because a second grader can't do that, they kick the five-year-old out too. Like you got to go with your sister. She might be gay. Ooh. Can't have that. You know, it's not like being a second grader and 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 maybe finding out that your your sexual preferences maybe tilt towards the same gender. It's not like that's as bad as priest fucking little kids. I wouldn't think this is bad. Apparently, in a lot of these Christian schools, the priest fucking the babies isn't that bad. But the the second grader telling another second grader she has a crush on her of her same gender is horrible enough to kick her and her and her brother out. Y'all think I'm making it up? Look it up for yourself. I was so blind, blind, blindsided. I was angry, hurt, betrayed, sad. So many different emotions. I just couldn't believe it. Shelton told CNN. I asked him to have a sit down meeting to discuss it and process it better. And he refused, saying that there's nothing more needed to be discussed. The vice principal at the school told Shelton they don't condone same sex relationships on campus. According to the the New York Post. See, everybody is on top of this one because a second grader telling a second grader that, you know, hey, I have a crush on you for wherever source that comes from. You know, you can't do that as a second grader. But if you're a priest, you can fuck kids. Nah, you, you should be listening to this show like 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 I'm speaking it right now with your eyes wide open. My eyes are in amazement. Not a lot amazes me about these motherfuckers, but this amazes me. The school's handbook prohibits any form of sexual immorality. <laughs> and students who do not follow those rules forfeit the privilege of attending the school. This is according to CNN. Let, let me tell you, let me tell you something real, real quick. Uh, uh, Sean Garvey, uh, brace yourself. It, if, if, if my show gets booted off the air for this, that, that's fine with me. Just let me say it. Uh, I don't know. Okay, let me let me just say this really quick. Let me apologize to Sean Garvey in advance. Let me just tell you guys that the opinions of Jeff is moody in 2021 as well as 2020 and 2019 and any forthcoming years that may be arriving. They do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Beat Break 87 FM, Beat Break Radio, FM.com, Sean Garvey, staff, everybody, you know, the intern, young Sean, you know, his daddy, whoever the hell is around. They don't reflect the opinions of anyone except for one Mr. Moody, except for one Jeff is moody, except for me. So when I say what I'm getting ready to say, I want you guys to understand It's only my opinion. Hold on one second, y'all. Hey, babe. I thought Mrs. Moody was uh, next to my office. I was going to tell her, and I was going to ask her to come in here and, and talk about this. Let me say this real quick. Rejoice Christian School. Eat a big one. 
need a penis. Get these nuts. Let me tell you why. Uh, you don't kick a second grader out of school. You, what kind of Christian are you? Now I wonder over there and rejoice. I, I wonder. I wonder. I'm not saying that there are. Hey, listen. Not trying to get sued over here, y'all. I'm just wondering over there at rejoice. I wonder if any of them preachers touched them little boys. You know, because a lot of, you know, a lot of preachers like touching little boys. And they get defended by their congregation. And I was just wondering. When my mom used to take me to church, Universal Temple in, in New York City, salute, Universal Temple, salute to the great late Bishop Landon E. Penn. What a great man of God, true man of God. Never touched my booty hole. Never did nothing sexual towards me. I wouldn't know what it's like to get molested by a preacher. Only thing that I'm saying to you guys is I just know that there's a history of a lot of preachers in these kind of schools, a lot of male preachers touching little boys and penetrating their anuses and getting defended by their congregation. But a second grader can get expelled out of school with her fifth grade uh, son for telling another girl that she has a crush on her. Yeah, see, she'll grow up doubting what the fuck is really going on in the world. For all of you out there that think a woman is, is supposed to be with a man, man's supposed to be with a woman, I got some of those same beliefs. The difference between me and you is, if I had a Christian school and there was a second grader that told another second grader that she has a crush on her, I wouldn't kick her out of school. I sit down and just see where her head at and we go from there. I call her parents up and we'll talk about it and we'll try to figure it out because we're supposed to be raising this child in the name of God and raising the child in the name of God and educating the child in the name of God does not mean punishing them for certain urges of what they may feel and not even understand in the second fucking grade smack the fire all today you know what That was going to be my... Let me do another one. See, because when you're a preacher and you sleep with the women in the congregation and you fondle the little girls and you show your genitals and you play around with the booty holes of the little boys, that's Okay. But when you're a second grader and you tell another second grader your same gender, I got a crush on you, you got to get kicked out of school because it's, it's not integrous in the ways of the Bible. Y'all don't know a goddamn thing about God or nothing else. Rejoice, Christian school. Smack the fire. All to you. Moving right along. God bless that little girl. Little mama, you probably never hear my show because it probably won't be on next week. <laughs> Season premiere might be the last one. You ain't no evil person. You ain't no bad person. You ain't deserve to get kicked out of no school neither. But let me tell you something. That's the school's loss. It's not yours. We can have opinions and learn how to deal with them. You're a child. You're a second grader. 
My goodness, what the fuck are we doing here? God bless you, little mama. Moving right along, smack the fire all today. This report is from Forbes. Well, uh, if coronavirus hasn't hit us in the head hard enough, China deploys the anal swab test to detect high-risk COVID-19 cases. Yeah, that's right, folks. Hey, listen, let me tell you something. We do got to stamp out COVID. China being on the cutting edge of so many things besides the people that where the virus came from, but seemingly, <laughs> how, how ironic is this? They've created a swab. Hey, the way we can ultimately tell if you really got COVID so we don't make no mistakes. Welcome to China. Bend over. Stick this cotton swab up your ass. You're negative. (laughs) Bend over. You're positive. Quarantine. (laughs) Yeah. As Chinese authorities struggle to contain the rising COVID-19 infection ahead of the Lunar New Year celebration, Beijing has introduced anal swabs as the new type of coronavirus test that could detect the virus more accurately. State-run uh, channel CCTV reported that the tests are reserved for high-risk cases, although there does not appear to be a coordinated policy for them with reports of surprise tests for some individuals. You see, because you never know what's going to, like, they can surprise you with it. You know, you want to come into China or or you're in a high-risk class and they run up on you one day, they're like, hey, we got to take this COVID test. And you're like, oh, okay, going to do the swab up the nose. You know, here's my nose. We do have to beat no. Drop your drawers and bend over. We're going to stick the cotton swab in your ass. Just want to make sure that you're not positive. This includes passengers arriving in Beijing, residents of quarantine centers, and according to local officials, a group of more than 1,000 school children and teachers believed to be exposed to the virus. They're all going to get the cotton swab up the ass. Now, I got to tell you something really quickly here. The test involves inserting a cotton tip swab about one or two inches into the rectum, which will then be tested for the virus. Because they could be more accurate than nose throat tests, says Lee Tongzing, deputy director of the Respiratory and Infectious Diseases Department at Beijing U uh, and UN Hospital in an interview with state media. So listen, I, I'm going to tell you guys something. I really don't want to smack the fire out of these people right now. You know, I'm going to smack the fire out of. COVID. COVID-19. Smack the fire all to you. This should have been a sidebar brother show so y'all can hear my smack the fire effect. Y'all will hear it next week. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to smack the fire for them uh, swabbing people in the ass. I mean, you got to get it done. You know what I'm saying? One to two inches up the ass. <laughs> kind of bordering a little bit on some extreme violation, don't you think? 
But hey, when you think about it, fellas, when we go get our, our for us responsible guys that go get uh, 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 go get our digital, you know, rectal exams just to test for your 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 uh, your uh, prostate and stuff like that. That's probably a little deeper than one or two inches. <laughs> Oh, yeah, young Sean. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We came back for the new year, and you're like, damn, it's, that's really fucked up. We won't even be around for the second week of February. Whatever. All I'm saying is I'm not going to smack the fire out of them for swabbing people up in the ass with the thing. I mean, you know what, y'all? We really do got to find a way to get this shit under control. Seriously. Seriously. Last story. No, the smack the fire out of COVID. We're not smacking them. Sorry. Teen arrested for scamming $980,000 from Kroger to buy guns and cars. Now listen to this, because this is in my area. Recently, Gwinnett County police detectives revealed that a 19-year-old named Trey Brown was arrested after he allegedly scammed over $980,000 from the Kroger grocery store where he worked. Brown was taken into custody January 14th after scamming the Krogers on Steve Reynolds Boulevard in Gwinnett. Salute to you, Steve Reynolds Boulevard. That's a nice Krogers, too. They're just not very bright, obviously. So he's being accused of creating false returns at the Kroger store where he worked from December 20th to January 2021. During that time, detectives are saying that Brown made 40 returns for non-existent items while making the returns. He put them on various credit cards and the returns for the items range from seventy five dollars to more than eighty seven thousand dollars. Police are saying Brown was able to rack up over nine hundred and eighty thousand dollars in a period of just two weeks. In 14 days, he racked up almost a million dollars. What the fuck do you buy from Kroger's that's $87,000? Or, 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 it, listen, it says for items range from $75 to more than $87,000. What in Kroger's costs $87,000? Like, shouldn't a whole Kroger store cost $87,000? Anyway. One of the Kroger employees, employees from a remote location from another state happened to notice the transactions after a while. Now, detectives say the 19-year-old, he bought two vehicles, he bought clothes, he bought guns, and he bought more with the money he racked up. Brown was charged with theft by taking, according to Gwinnett County Police. Now, here's what's kind of interesting to me, folks. Brown was charged with one count of felony theft by taking, and he was released from the Gwinnett jail the same day on $11,200 bonds, and that's what online records show. Probably from the money he stole. <laughs> Little man, you had one job. You had one job to get a couple of dollars and just keep it moving. $980,000, y'all, in 14 days in Kroger's. You know the only thing I kept wondering about? Oh, no, I'm going to smack the fire with the heat. You know the only thing I kept wondering about this, y'all, seriously? I was like... Kroger got 10 for 10s. I'm a 10 for 10 king at Kroger. 10, 10, 10 of the same item for $10. How the fuck do you manage to get 980 and 14? Yo, this kid is a wizard. And they let him out on, I don't know. Maybe he's so smart. They might do like they do with a little white and Asian and Indian kids that break the law like this. They may hire this guy, but still, smack their fire all the heat. You had one job. 
980 grand in 14 days. Smack the fire out of he. We're not smacking fire out of the anal swab and smack the living fire out of the Christian Academy. Y'all are disgusting. No, no, a second grader's potential urge to be attracted to her own gender. That's not as disgusting as you people are. You're disgusting. And God doesn't favor you. That's just a fact. How you rip Kroger's off for 980 and they got 10 for 10s? We'll be right back. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Show. Libra Smith of Curvy Diamonds Boutique in the studio. What's going on? What's going on? How long have you been doing the fashion? How long have you been in the fashion industry? I know you said singing is your first love. Well, I, I haven't let music go. Okay. Music is still there. I, okay. I come from a musical family. Okay. So it's impossible for me to just say, okay, now I'm going to put this up and move into something else. I've always loved clothes. This, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's always been there. Yeah. But similar to James Brown, he loved music. He had a passion for it, but he just can't read music. But he has all of these brilliant oh, yeah. ideas that he was able to create. So it's similar mm-hmm. to me. I don't draw. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here at like I do, but if I I can make you look good now, okay. I can make you look good. I can mm-hmm. I can twerk something out. Mm-hmm. So, oh really? I, don't you go? <laughs> the Beat Break Show is live on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break eighty seven FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Welcome back to the Jeff Is Moody Show family. No, are you no, are you really enjoying the, the season premiere? I mean, it was a long hiatus, and we're, I'm just picking up where I left off, right? Not doing anything extra. Not being extra. I just hope y'all enjoying it. You know what I'm saying? Let's do. Let's do. I see. The, the, these next couple of segments are going to be quicker because I got to get out of here. Naturel got a spin. It's already looking like I'm robbing her of some of her hour. She never cares about that. Naturel's like, yo, you give me 30 minutes to 40 minutes to rock the house. I, 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 people will keep coming back. She's right, too. Ring the bell for Naturel. Let's do the FB post of the week. What up, Nat? Uh, this post off of FB. Uh, this week it comes from the Young Black and Married uh, Facebook group really good group they have a lot of great scenarios some of them i feel like they're really real and then some of them are clearly just scenario stuff to get us all talking so and i appreciate both of them so let let's let's do this fb post of the week right here hold on fam i had to burp man i don't know if y'all ever had to burp and it got trapped have you guys ever had okay never mind let's get out of that you're sure let's get out of that play that dealer all right, y'all. The FB post of the week, young, black, and married. Here is the situation. I am a 33-year-old man who is currently engaged to a 30-year-old woman. I have one child, a nine-month-old, from a previous relationship. My fiance has two young daughters, ages five and nine, from two past relationships. All right. He got one child by one baby mama. She got two children by two baby daddies. Okay. Not too bad. Let's going to keep it moving. 
her oldest does have somewhat of a relationship with her father. However, the youngest does not because he is married and his wife is not accepting of this child. This is the father of the of the woman's, you know, of the woman's one of the woman's children. Okay, y'all with me? There is a lot of conflict between my fiance and her oldest daughter's father. I try to stay clear of that problem. She is a very emotional person and is easily offended. Now she is pregnant and does not want to have a third child with a man she is not married to. I respect and understand that. (laughs) I tried to slow things down until we are on one accord. She thinks that I don't want to marry her when I bring up these issues. She asked if we would be married by the time she's three months pregnant, and if not, she was not going to give the child my last name. If we got married after the baby was born, then we would change it later. I feel like she has given me an ultimatum. I don't do well with threats and don't want to be forced to make this commitment. Knowing we are not on the same page, I have never told her that I did not want to marry her but I am losing interest because of the ultimatum. How do I tell her I feel like marriage is a major commitment and we're moving too fast? What should I do? Now, family, for clarity's sake, I'm going to read this again. Straight through, okay? Are y'all ready? This is from the Young Black and Married FB group. This is the FB post of the week. Are y'all ready? Here's the situation. I am a 33-year-old man who is currently engaged to a 30-year-old woman. I have one child who is nine months from a previous relationship. She has two young daughters from two different men, age five and nine, from two past relationships. Her oldest does have somewhat of a relationship with her father. However, the youngest does not because he is married and his wife is not accepting of the child. There is a lot of conflict between my fiance and her oldest daughter's father. I try to stay clear of that problem. She is a very emotional person and is easily offended. Now she is pregnant and does not want to have a third child with a man she is not married to. I respect and understand that. I tried to slow things down until we are on one accord. She thinks that I don't want to marry her when I bring up these things. She asks if we will be married by the time she's three months pregnant. And if not, she was not going to give the child my last name. If we got married after the baby was born, then we could change it later. I feel like she has given me an ultimatum. I don't do well with threats, and I don't want to be forced to make this commitment, knowing we are not on the same page. I have never told her that I did not want to marry her, but I am losing interest because of the ultimatum. How do I tell her I feel like marriage is a major commitment and we're moving too fast? What should I do? Where Dr. Jeff Love is all of a sudden in the building. Let me talk to you, a young brother. Well, get this straight. Forget about wedlock. People say you got a baby out of wedlock, you screwed up. We don't know people business, but I can tell you with, with you two, with people like you two. Between the two of you, you got three kids and no spouses. Right? 
now, now, bruh, 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 bruh. You met a woman that apparently does not have any guidelines or any restrictions in just getting nutted up in and making babies. Ah, I, I, you're 30. You, 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 you guys are not 40 or 50. You're 30. You're young people. Yo, yo, her oldest child is five. Wait, 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 wait a minute. How old is she? How old is she? How old is she? She, she's 30. She had her first child at 25, raw dog. Didn't get along with that father. And what did she decide to do? Hey, I'll fuck raw again and make another baby. Here you come with a woman who bangs raw and you decide to be father number three to go raw and make the third baby by the third guy. Nigga, you can't be serious with this question. What did you, what did you expect? Oh, I know what a lot of people are thinking, Moody, that's fucked up. No, it's not fucked up. Hey, I'm not telling you to close your legs. Put a con- Can I ask y'all a question? What the fuck is wrong with condoms with you people? I- I- am I from another planet? I'm 51 years old, right? I guarantee most of you men listening, I've gotten double and triple your pussy. And that's with being married 25 years. My first... From 13 to 25, I probably double your shit. I've slept with my I've, I've slept with Mrs. Moody unprotected. Obviously, we got the beautiful baby Moody. I'm married to her. I mean, not that that but you know, we we together, we here, our daughter, you know. Slept with my ex unprotected. That's after we went and took. By the way, before I got married, y'all, I didn't even think about sleeping raw. By the time we reached there with such a serious kind of relationship and we and we um, always went and got STD tests because we knew we was about to go raw. I'm one of those guys, but I did sleep with my ex raw. We thought we'd end up getting married. Now, I'm not justifying it. Just saying that happened. And I had another ex I was extremely serious with. As a matter of fact, I'm her sister's godfather. That's how deep we were in a relationship. And I'm and, and slept with her raw. I think I might be missing somebody, but I'm not sure. My point is I got one baby by one person. It doesn't make me an angel and make you bad, young man. What I'm saying to you is you bumped into somebody that had two babies by two unsuccessful relationships. Put a condom on. What's wrong with you all? I don't understand you people, man. All my ladies that ever laid up under a man that you know didn't didn't really see long-term visions with you and he really wasn't about you and you knew it, 
but the but the but the penis was really good. See, I'm trying not to say dick a lot this year. Sorry, Sean Garvey. What's happened to my belt? Sorry, Sean Garvey. Penis was good, right? Or whatever it was, and you let him ejaculating you. And you weren't on birth control or anything. I mean, I did. I'm thinking about my exes. I was like, yo, we make we 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 made this decision to start sleeping unprotected, and they were on all kind of birth control and everything. I will tell you a story. I ain't got time to tell y'all a story about one, but we'll get around to that some other time. Ladies, if you've ever laid up under a man and let him nutting you and you weren't on birth control or anything, throw your silly ass hand in the air. Wave it like you just don't care. If you've ever been a stupid ass that laid on your back with no birth control or anything with a guy you know you didn't see a future with, that you know wouldn't be suitable for a father and you let him ejaculate in you, wave your hand in the air like you just don't care. (coughs) Excuse me. Fellas, if you've been that guy that ejaculated in the woman that you know you didn't have a future with, wave your silly ass hand in the air like you just don't care. What, no birth control? What's wrong with the birth control pill? Hey, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? What's wrong with condoms? I ain't trying to disrespect none of my kings or nothing, but I swear to God I got more booty than you in life. I probably, I'm, I'm sure. I've gotten booty at a, at a fucking, I'm not bragging. I'm just keeping the one on it. I've gotten booty at, at a celebrity rank. Minus multiple abortions and kill it, kill it, kill it if we make it. No, me and you are not really intertwined like that. I'm not sticking anything raw in you. I'm a germaphobe. I don't know what's in there. I'm scared to go up in there with a condom on. She got two babies by two different men. The relationships were unsuccessful. She's with a man that's not fighting to see his children. She's with a man that married a woman that doesn't accept his own children. And you put a penis in that. And now she's telling you she's pregnant and if you don't marry her, the baby won't have your last name. You you, you got to get the fuck out of there. You got to get you got to get up out of that, bro. What's wrong with you, man? By the way, to that man's wife, fuck her. She's a dumbass. Why you married a guy with babies if you're not going to accept the children? What's wrong with you people? Is something wrong with y'all? What's wrong with all of you? I wish I would divorce Mrs. Moody and meet a woman that my daughter's 18, so my daughter ain't going to give a fuck. (laughs) But I wish I would have divorced Mrs. Moody early and met a woman that didn't accept baby Moody. It'll be, I'm not even going to hit it. Hey, Moody, beat that shit up and let her go. No, it ain't even no beat up. You let me know you don't accept my child just like women should do. You don't accept my child. Fuck this night of fun before I cut you off. You don't deserve the fun. My penis is 
gold label material. Y'all want to have a conversation about my penis? No? Nobody? All right, let's move on. (laughs) Bro, yo, bro, you deserve everything you get. Seriously. You're with a woman that that hatched two babies unprotected. I don't know a situation. I'm just going by the story and what I think about it. She she made two babies by two unsuccessful relationships. Uh, one of the baby's fathers married to a woman that doesn't accept his own children, and he's riding with that. And you come along as the third man to, to, to ejaculate in her unprotected, and you make another baby. Between the two of you, you guys got four babies by uh, four, four, four people. You, right? The the two she made with the other men. Wait a minute. And in this one coming, you got you got four babies by three people, because you made your baby right. She, two other guys made her babies, and you made this baby. Three people. You deserve all of what you get, bruh. What do you do? I get the fuck out of there. But you know why you're not going to get the fuck out of there? Because a woman like that is going to fuck you up. You'll be paying all your shit in child support. Why'd you nut in her? What's wrong with you guys and this nothing? Does it nothing? I know. I know unprotected sex feel good. But can I tell y'all something? I ain't met a chick yet on the face of the planet. And Lord knows I've slept with some women that made me sing Kumbaya, my Lord. Or we will, we will rock you. I'll be missing you. Or the end of the road by boys, by men. Poisoned by BBB. <laughs> I've slept with some women that had some magical vagina. Never sprung me enough to bust up in them. Especially if they had kids by somebody already. Not without a plan. What should you do? I would get the fuck out of there. But I got a feeling you like it just like that. Because if you break up with her, you're just going to go see somebody else up. Seems to be what you do. What do y'all think about that? Y'all hit me up. At Jeff is Moody on the uh, on IG. At Jeff is Moody. At Jeff is Moody on Facebook. 678-386-5331. Hit me with the text. What do y'all think this guy should do? I think he should put condoms on. That was the FB post of the week. We will be right back with what? I don't even know. Oh, I got to tell you guys why you got to believe in yourself and stop begging for support. It's the Jefferson Moody Show on Podcast FM, BeatBreakRadioFM.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Morning Show. King Malachi on the telephone lines. What's good, King? I'm good. How you doing? How's everybody? Once they pop in the Love Chronicles CD, there's going to be a lot of sex in the room, a lot of babies being made. Exactly. This is it. Music, but the student of lust is in there a little something too. Don't get it twisted. But it's just, it's just, we gonna go deeper, man. You got Alexandria, she's our news reporter here on the Beat Break Morning Show. You got her fanning now. She she cannot wait to listen to the album. Oh, <laughs> I appreciate the love. 
Alexandria, calm down. Calm down, Alexandria. I know you got I know you got a boyfriend and everything, but this is King Malachi's time. <laughs> the best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Welcome back to the gym show, guys. Um, hey, for all our new listeners today that tuned in for the premiere, want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you've been listening to the archives, then you know why you're here. If you never heard the show before, I hope I haven't turned you away. <laughs> but the truth is, but the truth is, but the truth is, if I did, I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I hope that's what it is. Because eh, I don't, I ain't got time to play around. Eh, tell you what I feel. You, you know, you tune into these shows to see how the how the people feel, and a lot of times I feel like the majority of people feel. By the way, just to answer some questions for those of you that this is the first time that you're listening to the show. By the way, just to let you know, it's a it's a frequently asked question. No, I don't do drugs. I don't pop pills. I don't shoot nothing in my veins. I don't smoke weed. I mean, I don't really consider weed like a drug drug like that. I don't smoke weed. I don't sniff coke. I don't do any narcotic. All I drink is light beer. I don't even drink hard alcohol. I don't even drink hard liquor. I drink light beer. I drink a lot of water. I work out a lot and and and, and I write a lot. A lot of people ask if I'm on some shit uh, because I'd be sounding like I am. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not. All right. <laughs> I just like doing what I do. I'm just good at what I do. That's all. All right. Thank y'all for tuning in, though. Now, this is just a quick one for you guys. I wanted to hit you up really quick with a PSA for you all. I need you guys to stop begging for support. You know, I talk to so many entrepreneurs and, and they they kind of get off of what they're doing and what they have to offer people and things like that. And they start talking about people that don't support them and, and they are obsessed with who doesn't support them and their brand. They may be fashion designers. They may be musicians. Or you, hear it, you hear it all the time with musicians. They may be musicians or actors or anybody that's setting about blazing their own trails. And they become obsessed and locked into the people that don't support them. And I'm here to tell you, stop begging. Just do what you're doing. Don't worry about it, family. The people are coming. The people that are supposed to be there, they're coming. Now, I don't want you guys to confuse the two. I don't want you guys to think that I'm saying don't promote yourself and if you know, you, you you may have a Patreon account. You may have something where you tell people, hey, you want to donate to the show? That, that, that's To me, that's not begging. That's like, that's fair exchange. If you have a show where people almost depend on hearing that show consistently and you just want a love offering for it and, or you want it to be consistent and you got a membership, that's business. I'm not talking about stuff like that. You promote yourself. You tell people to listen to your show all the time. That's business. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about those of you 
that keep asking the same people to get behind you that are clearly not behind you. That don't support your effort, that don't believe in your effort, that don't, stop it. Why do you keep asking them to do anything? Just do you. Stop begging for support. Are you guys listening to me? I don't give a fuck if you're an event planner, a party promoter. You may be an IT guy stepping off to the side to start your own business. Uh, 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 maybe you're opening a gym and you're and you're and you're and you're a trainer. Maybe you got your maybe you got your certificate in in, in training, right? Or no matter what, you maybe you got a record out. Maybe you're doing something. Don't beg these motherfuckers to support you. Believe in what you're doing and put your best foot forward and do it, family. You know what? People are not indebted to support you. I think that's the one thing that that us as entrepreneurs, I think we get that confused sometimes. Like it's like we think because when we do something, our loved ones or even people we don't know are supposed to instantly jump behind it. What if they don't like it? What if it's not up their alley? What if they don't like you? What if they just don't support what you're doing? I don't think it means they don't love you. I think it means they're just not behind you with whatever you're doing at the moment. A lot of people don't understand entrepreneurs. Let me tell you something. I love my family. I love the closest people in my circle. But I can be honest with you. I can name quite a few of them. They're so nine to five out. They don't even understand a person like me. I don't mean I'm not saying that in a mean kind of way. They don't get it. They never thought that independently. They may be from the old school or they may be of a belief that only way to survive is go get that, go do that and do that and get my, I don't know why I'm making them sound like slaves. Let me take that back. I don't know because I'm not disrespecting anybody. They got a way that they think things are supposed to be done and it worked for them. A guy like me, they don't understand it. And my wife, Miss Moody don't tolerate a lot of that bullshit because she know her husband get busy. But the people that don't know, they, Sean, what does he do again? Bitch, I told the motherfucker, write. What, what, what part of writing don't you get? Is it because you think there's no, you, there, there's no monetary gain in writing because you never wrote before? What part of that don't you understand? It's really funny because when you when you speak of Mrs. Moody, even though she's a successful real estate agent and she that's entrepreneur. You got people that don't they you got some people she thought were friends that take her for granted. They don't get it. They use her up, but at the same time, they don't believe in her. She'll tell you about it. We'll get her on here. Stop begging these niggas. Let me tell you something. When my show y'all there's not a there's not a musical artist I know. I would say 90. Well, let me let me not lie to y'all. 90% because some some of the music guys I know I, I don't simply don't keep in touch with anymore for whatever reason. But anybody that knows me knows. Uh whether you're Jaha, whether you're Incel, whether you're Big Fee, whether you're uh C Note, Stan Smith, Stan Steen. No, whoever the fuck you are you know I've reached out to you and told you to come on my show and promote yourself Marty Arnold come promote yourself send me stuff I'll play it on my show 
yeah my audience is not humongous it will be but but I, let's play it for those that are listening at the point you got guys like jaha you got guys like marty arnold you got guys like that that are like yo for sure and they don't need my help at all but they're like yo every little bit count plus by me promoting my brother he's promoting me and by him supporting me i'm supporting him got guys like that then you got other guys that just tell you appreciate it and you don't hear and you don't hear from them motherfuckers but to be quite honest with you your audience is bigger than their your your podcast audience is bigger than their listening audience so i'm not asking you four and five times to bring some stuff it's graceful enough to ask your ass one or two times fuck it nigga i love you i ride for you i got your back Hey, by the way, the names I'm omitting don't mean those. That's not what. That's why I hate doing that name stuff. I'm just telling you, you got people that y'all can clearly see. Jahad that clearly does stuff. Mar- Marty Arnold that keep in touch with me. This dude has done so much in this industry. He always reaching back out to me. Always want to see me try to get it in. Guys like that. You ask Insil to do a track for you, he do it. You ask Big Fee to do something for you, he do it. And I, I, what, I, what I'm saying is. You, you thinking people don't love you or support you when they don't fully get behind you. You got to remember the, the simple truth of the matter is a lot of times people just don't believe in what you're doing and they don't think it's big enough for them to waste their time even when your platform is bigger than theirs. And I'm not going to say fuck them because those are probably people that love you. Just stop begging. Believe in yourself. Be about yourself. Do the best you can do by your brand. And remember, you got a decision to make. When you get to the point in your career where you want to be, all of those same people are going to reach back out to you. You just got to decide how you're going to react to it. Me personally, all the people that ignore me when I told them come through, y'all can come back and holler. But it's going to cost you. Stop begging. It's the Jeffers Moody Show Podcast FM, BeatBreakRadioFM.com. We'll be right back. It's going to cost you. (laughs) You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Yo, what's up, world? This Precise from the legendary group R.A.P. Architect and Precise. Check out our hit singles, Keep It Moving, and Get to the Bag. R.A.P. Architect and Precise. Album of the Year. Coming soon. Order and download Architect and Precise latest song, Keep It Moving, and Get to the Bag. Available now on Amazon, Spotify, iHeart, and iTunes. Previously on the Beat Break Morning Show. Radio has definitely changed my life. It's put me in this position that I'm in today. You know, to continue to learn from right. greats like Rashad Ritchie. And, you know, you we can name the list of people that we work with. Mm-hmm. But, um, it, you know, it's 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 a form of expression. So I'm, I'm absolutely privileged to be able to have an opportunity to express myself on airwaves, you know, throughout yeah. my short career. The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Radio. 
Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show family on podcast FM Beat Break. RadioFM.com. Go get that podcast FM app from Beat Break RadioFM.com. Family, it's time for uh, the world's most trifling people award. And I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to tell you what we're going to be talking about next week when we premiere the Sidebar Brothers. Because the men I'm talking about now are probably my top four most despised kind of human beings in the world. So let me tell you how we're going to do the World's Most Trifling People Award. Today is the premiere, but whatever. Y'all just rock with me right here. Family now, as you all know, trifling comes in all shapes, colors, genders, and forms. Trifling also comes in all degrees of seriousness or hilarity. This segment is a crock pot of trifling. From all points of egregious to every point of foolery imaginable. Every week and sometimes bi-weekly, I will read one to three examples of trifling human beings who don't need to be here on planet Earth, in my opinion. And uh, here we go. Family, let me tell you what we're going to be talking about next week. Premiere of the Sidebar Brothers inside of the Jeffers Moody Show. February 8th, y'all. I think Monday is February 8th. Check it out. A New York woman was attacked by a group of uh, men from Harlem. They spit on her. They bit her face. They broke her skin. They assaulted her. Um, The woman who hasn't been publicly identified. I want y'all to think about this. 31-year-old woman She went into a liquor store to get herself some wine up in West Harlem. And um, the men offered to buy her a bottle of wine and she politely declined. Like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Because, you know, it's like I buy you a bottle of wine. Now I need your number. Whatever the case may be. She said, no, thank you. This is according to her, but I don't know what she could have done to deserve this. And she ended up being, like I said, beaten spit on, robbed, and bitten in the face. These are grown men. I saw some of the video footage of these men. These are grown men. I would doubt if any of them were under 30 years old. Um, The reason I can't go too far into this today, um, especially being up against time, but that's not really it. I know that we're going to talk about it with a men's group panel next week on the premiere of the Sidebar Brothers you know, on the Jeff is Moody show. I want y'all to think about that. A young lady came into a liquor store in her own community with men that lived in her community and they offered to buy her wine for whatever reason. She said, no, they followed her outside. Like you would do a dude that you got beef with, surrounded her, beat her up, spit on her, beat her down, bit her face. Oh, and they stole her phone. These are grown men. They are the most trifling people for this week, but next week we get into it. And I'm going to tell y'all something about what we need to do, but it's time for y'all to hear what men think. See, men can't tolerate this shit. I'm going to give Harlem some credit. That ain't a Harlem dude style right there, y'all. These dudes don't represent Harlem. They don't represent men, period. They definitely don't represent black men, but they don't represent Harlem. I mean, 
All them dudes are way too smooth for, for any kind of savage stuff. Like These are just the lowest forms of humans. They might as well have stormed the Capitol with the Trump supporters. I hate people like this. We'll get into it more next week, but just to let you guys know, they are the winners of this week's Most Trifling Human Award. Who, what the fuck is the name of this segment, y'all? Right, Most Trifling People Award. No, because I didn't want to get in my feelings because then I, I would end up talking 20 minutes. Y'all got to understand I'm running with the time. I would end up talking too long for that. They won this week, but next week, the men going to talk about it. That was the world's most trifling people. We'll be right back with the polar opposite of trifling on the Jeff is Moody show. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break show. We got the homie AJ in the building. AJ. I can see you being in the White House. I mean, House I would love Obama. to. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say myself, but yeah, I would love <laughs> to go to the White House and, and sit down. Let me with let me President set the Obama stage, y'all. I'm gonna pretend I'm President Obama and you AJ. All right. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay. Uh, so uh, AJ. Yeah. Uh, so what does uh, AJ stand for? Uh, Apple Jacks. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't. It's 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 AXJ AJ. It's it's what my all my friends and family call me go by AJ. So and the X is in there. It's just for leaving my own mark while I'm here. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Would you, you know, would you listen to my project, the light bulb moment? Would you, I got, would you uh, take it to listen? I got my copy right here. You got your copy? Yeah, me and Michelle, we're going to bump to it. Please yeah. do. And I want you to hit me up and tell me what you like, too. Yeah. About that. Definitely. The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. All right, family. We are about to land the greatest uh, flight in all the podcasts and internet radio, man. Jeff is Moody Airlines, Jim Airlines, the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturell. Want to thank you guys for tuning in to this season premiere. And uh, it is what it is. You know, if you, hey, if, you, if you're used to this, you know what it is, right? It, we did, didn't miss a beat. I was a I was a maniac when we took a break and I came back the same way. <laughs> Not too many people can say that because a lot of people will break rhythm when they've been away for, for that amount of time, but not me. Because when you're mentally in balance, you never lose the rhythm. <laughs> Family, I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you so much for your support. And really, with all seriousness, for 2021, we always plan on going further. In 2019, when I came to Beat Break, I went further in 2020 than I did in 2019. For 2021, I plan on going exponentially further with this brand and along with this brand going further than it's ever been. I hope to see that the entire station goes further. We have great talent. Um, I was supposed to run the lineup to you guys. Um, I'll probably do that next week. I'll probably do that next week. No, not probably. I will do it next week. So let's do the polar opposite of trifling because you know we don't we don't like to close out on the on on the world's most trifling. We like to give you some upside to that downside. And you know, family, it's true. The world is full of trifling people, but let us not forget that just as we have the low lives of the world, we also have people who are the polar opposite. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the polar opposite of trifling. And one story this week. 
and Lord knows it's worth it. High school principal works night shift at Walmart and then donates paycheck to students in need. This is out of North Charleston, South Carolina. This article goes on to say, moved by a need to help his students, a South Carolina high school principal took on a part-time job at Walmart and donated his paycheck to those in need. Henry Darby, principal at North Charleston High School, is considered his community's guardian angel. A couple of years ago, I had two students who were females sleeping under the bridge. There was another situation where a former student of mine and her daughter were sleeping in their car. And another situation where a former student needed funds for her water and light bill. He told this to WCIV TV. Understanding the bigger picture, Darby took action. He started working at Walmart three nights a week. He's a principal of a school, mind you. He's making a pretty good salary off. He started working at Walmart three nights a week, stocking shelves from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. You know, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get to see how old he was. He works all day as a principal. And then he works at Walmart from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. You know what, family? I'm just not doing enough. Seriously. He goes on to say, uh, I was taught if your hands find something to do, do it. So I came to myself and said, perhaps I need another job in terms of part time, he said. Someone yelled, hey, Mr. Darby, you're working for Walmart. Aren't you the principal? And it blew me out of the water. So at that time, I said, that's it. I'll just do what I need, he said. He's, he's the principal. These are not big towns. I was like, ain't you the principal? He's like, yeah, I'll just stick to this. I'll just do this. His decision to stand and deliver has led to close to $100,000 in donations from all over the country. Now that Darby's story has gone viral, Walmart itself has donated $50,000 to North Charleston High School. Mr. Darby. Principal Darby. Stockman Darby. (laughs) You are the polar opposite of trifling. You know, I try to pride myself on volunteering and philanthropy, but I'm telling you, you read stories like yours and you realize that you're not doing enough. Wow. What an amazing story. And um, God, we we appreciate you so much. And we're going to, I know my family will find out what, uh, what, I don't, whatever the system is for people to sing you a little bit. We won't send much, but we'll send enough of you to know that we appreciate your efforts. Uh, thank you so much, sir. That takes love. I don't know how 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. is part-time, y'all. Maybe it's because it's three days a week, right? Certainly, he's not talking about the hours. He means the days. I get it. Okay, I got it. I got it. What's that? 10, 11, 11, 12, 12, 1, 1, 2, 2, 3, 3, 4, 5, 5, 5, 6, 6, 7, 9, 18, 20. It's about 20, under 30 hours a week, right? Okay, that's why it's part-time. Okay, cool. You know, the job of a principal, he has to do a bunch of stuff during the day and then he got to go home with his work. Me, Jeff, Jeffrey, Mr. Moody. Jeff is Moody. I'm not doing enough. And this story reminds me of that in the best kind of way. 
and it reminds me that I need to do more and hopefully all of you will realize you need to do more as well. Salute to you, Mr. Darby. You are the polar opposite of trifling. Well, family, uh, I hope you all enjoyed the season premiere of the 2021 year of the Jeffers Moody Show, but make sure you enjoy life even more. You know, we we came with a new year, but pretty much the same routine. The boat ain't, ain't broken. We ain't really trying to fix it. Pray for love over hate, y'all. Pray for peace over war, and don't forget that you ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand like Mr. Darby. Family, my method is my madness. You might not appreciate me till I'm gone, but while I'm here, I'm going to talk my shit. The ATL Traffic Mix with DJ Naturell is up next. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And thanks for letting me be me. See y'all next week with another hot one. Please stay tuned and keep it locked right here for more outstanding talk and musical programming on Beat Break 87 FM, BeatBreakRadioFM.com, and of course, Podcast FM, because we going global. Hey, yo, Sean Garvey, bruh. 2021, man, told you. We got another one. See y'all next week. Love y'all. For the year 2020, I dedicated each and every one of my shows to my deceased brother, Ron Lauder. For 2021, I'm going to dedicate it all to humanity. So rather than R.I.P. Ron Lauder, humanity. Let's get better. One love, y'all. See y'all next week. Naturel is up next. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Show. We have the one and only Rob Wilson in the studio. Rob. Yo, what's up, man? What's good? Hey, man. Happy to be here, bro. You have people that come from humble beginnings. They weren't taught how to manage their money or how to build wealth what do you say about those that didn't come from that type of environment or that background where they were not able to have access to that kind of information just start that process and once you start that process there becomes a conversion the more you save the less you spend but you have to start the process because it's hard my i got a baby sister man she tell me all the time bro i'm gonna start saving money when i make some more (laughs) (laughs) okay all right it's the Beat Break Radio Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Radio.